Log Talk Radio. Gullah Geechee dot us 
GullahGeechee.us. You can also go to GullahGeechee.net, and you can find out more information about the Gullah Root Experience Tour. Well, many of you that have taken that tour have heard me discuss that the three major industries of the Gullah Geechee Nation are agriculture, sea work, and tourism at this point. And even in regard to the tourism industry, many, many people come to the Gullah Geechee Nation seeking to know a great deal about the agriculture, but they want to know of it usually within the plantation context, not under an overstanding that from Jacksonville, North Carolina to Jacksonville, Florida, the lands that we currently live on, most of it at some point in the past was a plantation of some kind in the sense that it was large amounts of acreage of land on which people grew food products, they grew other products like cotton in order to sell them on the market and to trade them globally as commodities. They also sold on the market and traded globally people of African descent. And because this is the international decade of people of African descent, I thought it not robbery for us to look at and examine a number of things that have been going on that have been reconnecting the Gullah Geechee diaspora. Now, our Gullah Geechee diaspora first got created as a component or microcosm of the actual African diaspora, of course, due to the transatlantic slave trade. You had any number of African ethnic groups that were kidnapped, captured, then enslaved, not only in the Caribbean or Caribbean Isles, but also on the sea islands in the Atlantic Ocean. The African people brought with them skill sets and also the things they needed to feed themselves, seeds. Now, I'm sure if you are out already planting in your field and someone just comes upon you, snatch you up, grab you, They may not know what you have on you, and you could have seeds on you that you were going in the field to plant or were planting already. That's the way that things came over. Another thing is if we're kidnapping what they call black gold, black cargo, and bringing them, well, what is it that they use? What is it they're trading over here? What is it they're eating over here? Let's try that out where we live, or let's try that out in the quote. A lot of the seeds that Africans use got traded with the Portuguese, with the British, with the Spaniards, with all these people who then were also a part of enslaving the Africans in North America and the Americas, and then in particular in North America and the Sea Islands sitting off the coast. Well, here it is that you have Sea Island cotton, which is a long staple cotton akin to Kemetic cotton or Egyptian cotton. You have indigo, the blue dye that comes from the plants. It gets extracted from there, and African people had the knowledge of how to extract the dyes from the vegetation in a natural environment, hence why people oftentimes call us very colorful because African people usually have arrays of different colors and they dye their textiles and they make different types of fanciful garments, one might say, from them. You also have then the edible crop of Carolina gold rice. The Carolina gold rice we are found now, and many of you who watch Gullah Geechee TV, if you don't already watch it, you can start going to YouTube. You can subscribe there for free to Gullah Geechee TV. You can also go to www.gullahgeechee.com. TV. And again, for those who don't often listen to the broadcast and might be listening tonight, Gullah, G-U-L-L-A-H, Geechee, G-E-E-C-H-E-E. All right, there is no I, when are the we? Ain't no I in Geechee. So you can go to GullahGeechee.tv. You'll see that our current episode is focused on a historic journey that I took Last year, as part of the Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy World Tour, I was invited to keynote at the inaugural Hill Rice Symposium. The Hill Rice Symposium was held on the island of Trinidad, which is also part of, you know, Trinidad-Tobago. 
Well, interestingly enough, before I went over, I was my office was sent the itinerary of the places that were also being outlined as part of this festival and symposium, and of course, me touring and doing the diplomatic parts of my position going over to another country. So meeting with different other leaders in government in various areas, meeting with the traditional chief that was there from the First Nations people that are there and natives to that land. And then we would go into a community as well of the American people. So it dawned on me before I went to Trinidad that, wait a minute, they call American what? Because of American? Because they're looking at these people who came there with the British or the African people who had fought with the British who now were going to get land that they felt was better land in Trinidad than what they've been offered up in Nova Scotia. They were settled over a pretty good period of time, about a decade of time, that they got settled in various companies, they call it, down in Trinidad. So to this day, you have several different organizations who are now making even the government of Trinidad and Tobago more aware and causing them to bring more recognition to who the meritoric reconnection through rice. Because we now could relink what's called hill rice or maruga rice to the Carolina gold rice. I also now have hold of what's called Bakongo rice, and our people part of that whole Bakongo as soon as I heard it, and Congo rice, I thought about also the whole cosmograms in the Bakongo, and then also the people from the Congo and the relinks us back into the transatlantic slave trade period. Well, the people themselves, that are called Gullah Geechee, called American, called Seminole, called Afro-Seminole, called Muscogo, called Black Seminole, all of us are the same people. It turns out that very similarly, if you were to stand us all side by side, and some of you have seen the pictures of me from Seminole days out in Brackettville, and love y'all out there, fam, if y'all listening, can't wait to come back out again for another Seminole days. But if you were to stand us all up together, and some of you have seen some of the great pictures from us reuniting there, you see the array of how different folks look. And the same thing when we were in the Bahamas or when the folks came from Tejas, the Bahamas, and everything here to our Florida part of the Gullah Geechee Nation, and you see the images and you see the videos on Gullah Geechee TV of us together. You see the array of the people. Well, when I lay these various types of rice, side by side, I immediately saw that same thing. I saw the grains of the seeds of Mother Africa. I saw how immediately when I just shook the basket to Fanna, just a little bit and thing like that, for Fanna and Geta, they started to blend right on in with each other, right on in. And the rice was rice. And so beautiful thing to actually reconnect the Gullah Geechee diaspora through what is now sending us back into places like where I gave the keynote address, the National Archive in Trinidad, Tobago, the place that the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition that sponsors this radio broadcast has invested the funds that our members have given us over the 20 years that we're celebrating as the first organization in the world to focus on Gullah Geechee history, heritage, and culture, to rededicate ourselves, to reinvest ourselves in knowledge through the written documentation about our journey, through such a thing as right. More often than not, people talk about when cotton, was king, and they talk about that in the south of the U.S. They talk about it in the deep south of the U.S., but then they don't talk about who had the scientific knowledge to be the people who were agrarian that grew these three major cash crops, Sea Island, cotton, Carolina gold, rice, and indigo, to the extent that they built not only the infrastructure of the Gullah Geechee Nation, but of the United States of America. That when one 
bushel of one of those crops was being taken to be put on the back of a carriage for a horse, a cart for the horses or mule to pull away, there may have been another one of us put on there as well to be sold right alongside it or to be taken as a wedding gift and given to somebody else further down the creek show, further upon another West Island and things like that, because somebody else wanted to form another colony. So here you have the colonist here forming this place called Carolina that our Carolina gold rice got a name for, named after Princess Caroline. But it is African people who are the ones whose labor, their technological skills, their intellect, and their literal blood, sweat, and tears is causing this place to be built and to become what it is now. And so just as I'm saying it to you, I decided to from my shelf here next to me, and I hope you all all have libraries like I do. You don't have to just have an archive, but my li- my personal library and my personal research papers were the basis for the Gullah Geechee Alke Bulan archive that we have. And if you want to become a part of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition and not just support the ongoing research here, but also support the continuation of maintaining land ownership, because without the land ownership, there's no need to discuss being able to continue the culture because we have no place to literally live and feed ourselves from. As I decided to pull this book, this is volume three of my series, Gullah Geechee, Africa Seeds in the Winds of the Diaspora, From We Sold to the Soil, the Cash Crops of the Sea Islands, Cotton, Rice, and Indigo. I started to flip through the pages. I know I had some other pages marked, but the Spirit didn't lead me to read from the marked pages. Instead, the Spirit just led me to go to the beginning of this chapter on rice and then go through the pages. And my eyes landed on this just as I was going to go to a different page, and it says, this natural production was actually the skilled work of Africans. South Carolina planters who prided themselves on being connoisseurs of Negroes were quick to purchase Guinea natives experienced in growing rice. Okay? So now, Guinea Negroes. The Seni Gambia, through the Windward Coast, Rice Coast, is from which this Carolina gold rice came. So as we continue to reconnect the Gullah Geechee diaspora through even Americans, you have a number of people now leaving from Trinidad and going to Sierra Leone to do research, but I also encourage they make sure that they cover the West Coast from the Seni Gambia all the way down to Angola is where Gullah Geechee ancestors came from, and each with different skill sets, from agriculture to architecture, and also being warrior people. Hence why we were able to still thrive and survive unto this day, because had it not been in the seeds of those people, the seeds of their loins, to be able to produce strong stock, which is why they were selling us as black gold, black cargo, we would not be thriving and surviving and standing on sea island sand and land to this moment. And many of you who listen to the show every week, we, you know we have discussed land ownership and the battles to maintain it repeatedly. But one of the things that struck me this week on Facebook, and if you are not already following us, you can follow Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio on Facebook. You can follow the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, which is our sponsors, on Facebook. And you can also follow the Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook, and GullahGeecheeNation.com is our overall website so that you'll know about events, activities, books, various other things. You can go to GullahGeecheeNation.com. If you go and follow us at any of those sites, you can also access previous broadcasts where we've talked about land and food and food security. Food security is an international affair. It is an international concern because 
This is our Gullah Geechee 2020 because we're celebrating the 20th anniversary of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, whose mission has always been for land retention and land reclamation amongst Gullah Geechees. This is also the time in which we have been working with the UN to maintain, uphold, and practice having what are called the sustainable development goals, one of which is to eliminate poverty in the world. The other is to protect land. Another is to protect water. So these are critical elements. So this week on Facebook, someone put out a story, an article, that said that one of the most revolutionary acts for someone to do right now is to grow their own food. I am all about revolutionary acts, all about setting precedents, but also all about continuation. I've said repeatedly that Gullah Geechee people are about the stay-on-the-land movement, not the back-to-the-land movement, because we didn't leave the land. Now, we have descendants of the Gullah Geechee Nation who drank the Kool-Aid, one might say, and believed that the land of milk and honey was elsewhere. And now, as of Saturday, at the Gullah Geechee Visitor Center opening, and that is the first visitor center that is the Gullah Geechee Visitor Center in the entire world. Thank you, Reverend Hodges, and your family for being visionaries and going forward and making sure that that building will be there and be manned for people to come, man and woman, um, so that people will come in and be able to know where to go and what items to obtain to truly know the story and the truth about who we be, and that is at Boundary 1908. Boundary Street, which is Highway 21 at Rebut Road in Beaufort, South Carolina. At the opening, the grand opening Saturday that passed on April the 8th, I was asked by a young man who had come over from Savannah, Georgia, what could others do that a Gullah Geechee descendants but you know, we don't own no land no more. That's what he started off with. I said, speak for yourself, son, and now go ahead with what you're going to say, but speak for yourself, please. And he paused. And he said, well, oh, yes, ma'am. Okay, well, for those of us that we don't own any land anymore, you know, we don't live like that anymore, we don't live on land, you know, what can what can we be able to do? And I said to him, I said, well, first and foremost, because even based on the way you started this conversation, I said, ever heard this, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And he paused, and he pondered that, which said, and he never answered me, but it was obvious he hadn't heard that until I said it. The mindset has been, why go in the field? That's back-breaking work. That's hard labor. Your people did that because somebody made them do it, because they was enslaved. They was whooping them people, making them do that stuff. That was hundreds of years ago when folks were forced to work in the plantation aristocracy of the Carolinas, Georgia, and Florida to any extent that they did that. When Big Shoe didn't think like it ever start, the Civil War began in the 1861 Gullah Geechee became landowners by 1862 of the very same plantations in which they had planted seeds all along that they had brought from Al-Kebulan, from the motherland, to North America. They had planted the seeds of their souls. They had planted the literal seeds of what became those cash crops. They had given all you could give for someone else to enrich themselves and enrich their families for generations. And now it was time for them to enrich their families for generations. So they purchased land at auctions and became landowners by deeds and by law of the union. In keeping the union together, we fought for it, but we worked for it. And we continue to do that now. And so the young man on Saturday was just an example of so many that I encounter who want to have a lifestyle of freedom but don't realize freedom ain't free, want to be independent while being dependent. Those two things are mutually exclusive. In order to be independent, you need to know how to feed yourself. When you have land, you have every opportunity 
to feed yourself. Notice I didn't say how much land. Just when you have land. I didn't say a house either. When you have land. I didn't say nothing about a mortgage because that's the bank on that. I said when you own your land, you have the ability to feed yourself. But you don't feed yourself by osmosis. You don't sit there and meditate your way into your food getting cooked on the stove. You have to physically get up and go do that. So by the same token, if you're concerned about your physical health, your mental well-being, your emotional stability, all of that ties together with the spiritual reconnection or connection being maintained to the land and the legacy, especially that of our ancestors who been applying to see that thing like that. Otherwise, the people didn't get thing from them and thing like that, and now you can get shiny thing from me on self. So now it's about what do you do with the legacy that you're going to leave. You have a legacy to build on if you be Gullah Geechee. Now, if you are of African descent, reverse the pattern of the great migration. Learn your family story. Learn your family journey. And claim yourself some land if they never had any. And work the land and take a stand. Plant some seeds. As Elder Tom would say, cash your bucket where you at. And when you cash your bucket there, that bucket shouldn't be empty. You need to have a well. That's why the water needs to be healthy. Dig the well. That's work. And then when you drop that bucket down in there, you put that hand pump down in there, and you get that nice cool water coming out, you take pride in it. And you feel the power and the energy of the nourishing that's in your soul, that's in your spirit. So what people now need to do is it would be wonderful for us in the Gullah Geechee Nations that come in to support. They plant seeds also, plant economic seeds, but directly into the fields and the businesses and the spirits and the souls of those who are native Gullah Geechees. Do not continue to think that other chambers of commerce, other visits and parks, recreation, and tourism, that they're going to direct you to native Gullah Geechee's. No. Gullah Geechee is still a commodity. So now that that seed has been planted in people's mind that it's not negative, it's not backward nor ignorant to be Gullah Geechee, you have others trying to claim the gold once again. And they're making multi-millions and billions of dollars on the tourism industry by putting our sweetgrass baskets or putting images of rice and things on pamphlets and on their websites. And then you think, because you see that, you go there to that tour company. That's not a native Gullah Geechee. You go on a tour anyway. You go there, you stay at that hotel. You go there, you go to these people's plantation tours. And you never stop to think about maintaining and retaining and then supporting those who are native Gullah Geechee. And so we need to make sure that the seeds continue to be planted and planted in fertile soil that will grow to further enrich the Gullah Geechee nation so that it continues to be sustained for hundreds and hundreds of more years to come. We've been here on these sea islands from Jacksonville, North Carolina to Jacksonville, Florida. We've been in this region now for just about 400 years. Right around that time, 1600s up to now, you know? And so we intend for Bia and Ongwine no way to all talk. This is why you see us doing so much work in regard to climate change dynamics, in regard to the UN, and working with the sustainable development goals. This is why we have the Gullah Geechee Coastal Cultures Conference coming up, which is called Sustaining Cultural Heritage in the Face of Climate Change. It is a free event April the 22nd, but you do need to pre-register. Go to Eventbrite and type in Coastal Culture Conference in Helena Island, South Carolina, and make sure to pre-register for that conference. We have a number of people already registered. This may be our largest year so far for us doing this conference, and that is sponsored by our Gullah Geechee Sustainability Think Tank members every year so that we can afford to allow native Gullah Geechees to attend without having to pay a fee. And all of our supporters that want to keep our culture alive here, they attend this for free. But before we even get to the point of that event, this year alone we've had a number of events, the, Gullah, the Black Folks 
Land Legacy Conference was outstanding last month, very successful. We had getting ready for the Gullah Geechee Family Reunion last last month, very successful, very full, everybody just abundantly wrote wonderful comments. We thank South Carolina Humanities for supporting that one and sponsoring that one as well. And we look forward to doing more of these things. And then we had the Tunis Camp celebration on April the 1st as part of the St. Helena Community Market, which goes on every month on the first Saturday and the third Saturday at the Dr. Martin Luther King Memorial Park on historic St. Helena Island, South Carolina. And I bring up the St. Helena Island Community Market, not just to make you aware of it, so that if you are going to economically empower the Gullah Geechee Nation, you know you're in the area on one of those Saturdays, that you would make it your business to come on to St. Helena Island. You can't miss the park because it's right on Highway 21, the Sea Island Parkway, at the corner of Martin Luther King Drive. They're there from 10 to 3, and it's native Gullah Geechee business owners that are there with everything from craft items to fresh produce from the fields, literally. That's why I bring it up. Seeds that are still being planted and being harvested. Well, we have heirloom seeds now that were given back to us in the Gullah Geechee community by the Carolina Gold Rice Foundation's members. Last Friday, we had a historic reconnection event in Charleston, South Carolina, with Dr. Francis Morian, who is the founder of the Hill Rice Symposium and also members of the Carolina Gold Rice Foundation that returned a number of seeds that are heirloom seeds back to us as the native Gullah Geechis to plant. That is what I just planted rows of along with my family members today before I came in the air and why I was late coming on the air because I was literally coming out of the field to come on to the air. So we have two different breeds of rice. We now have two different breeds of corn. We have three breeds out there, but these are two from what they gave us. And also we have our own peas that we've kept as heirloom seeds, but we also now have some other peas that they gave us. And then we have African runner peanuts that they gave us, which are quite interesting because they're much smaller than the peanuts we're accustomed to growing. And so all of these seeds we have planted because we have this reconnection of the Gullah Geechee diaspora going on. And in September, as part of the St. Helena Community Market, we are going to have the first Gullah Geechee Gold Rice Celebration that's going to take place on Saturday, September the 16th. There's going to be a number of different Gullah Geechee chefs and native cooks whichever term they like, some like chef and some like cook, okay, depending on if they went to school for it or they learned to write in the home kitchen. And so there's going to be a number of different things to be able to purchase to eat, but you'll also learn more of this history and legacy of the rice and this reconnection. So I am praying that at that point we'll be able to unveil yet another one of our exhibitions from the Gullah Geechee Al-Kibulan archive for that event that will show you some of the historic legacy and this transmission of this rice literally around the world, kind of recreating or going backwards through what was a transatlantic slave trade triangle before to a transatlantic African commodities triangle and African economy triangle. So I want to thank all of them and everyone who was there for that historic event last Friday in Charleston, especially Elder Carley Town, who was right there with me to receive it, Brother V.J. Dennis, who is my chef, our chef for the Gullah Geechee Nation, who was right there not only on Friday with us in Charleston, but then here on Saturday along with Dr. Francis Morian, where we also had a historic opportunity to broadcast on Facebook Live for Charleston and also for Trinidad Tobago. And so in November, we'll be heading back down for the second Hill Rice Symposium that ever happened in his story or our story or the history of the world. So we'll have a great deal to share, including a few things for Nampon at that point. So it is wonderful to have these things coming up. And also I mentioned 
our historic exhibits, many who came out to Tunis Campbell Day on April 1st at the St. Helena Community Market were able to learn about Tunis Campbell because the exhibition was out there. Well, if you stop by the St. Helena Branch Library, we have the reconstruction room there, and you can still see the exhibit there. That will be somewhat of a permanent home for it when it's not on the road on the Gullah Geechee Land Legacy Tour. It will be there, so you can definitely always go by and see the exhibit and learn more. And you can always email us to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com for more details about the exhibit if you have questions or about any of the events like the Coastal Cultures Conference coming up on April the 22nd. Then we'll be back with the St. Helena Community Market on May 20th. Would they have an event May 6th? But we'll be back there on May 20th for Gullah Geechee Bike and Beauty. All right, so the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition is, is teaming back up with them for May 20th along with Old Mobile Productions for Gullah Geechee Bike and Beauty. We're going to be bringing in the film Black Beach, White Beach. We are going to have bikers from all over. We want bikers from everywhere, and we want anybody who will be Gullah Geechee come out the way you feel is beautiful. All right, that's what it's all about, the beauty of the culture, the beauty of these bikes. I can't wait to see who roll up out there May 20th, 10 to 3, the Dr. Martin Luther King Memorial Park for Gullah Geechee Bike and Beauties. That is also the day that we are launching at noon, the Gullah Geechee TV and Movie Club, and we're going to show Reconstruction, the Second Civil War that day, as well as the premiere of the screening of Black Beach, White Beach. So make sure that you plan for that. Then, June the 3rd, we are going to jump start. Black Music Month with our Sea Island Soul Celebration featuring Gwen Yvette and Mahogany and the sounds of our engineer and DJ Kwame Shah of All Mobile Productions right there at the Martin Luther King Park as far as the St. Helena Community Market. June 10th, we are back for Juneteenth at the Jepson over in Savannah. Then we will be back again on June the 17th for Juneteenth at the St. Helena Community Market. There's also Juneteenth going to be going on in Chuck, so you'll see us. You can come up and down the coast and celebrate Juneteenth for real. I would have already celebrated Juneteenth on June 13th with the Lili Chillin' at the Colleton County Memorial Library, as I do annually for Black Music Month and the Juneteenth celebration. We're going to do that June the 13th at 10 a.m. at the Colleton County Memorial Library. And then you have Super Museum Saturday coming up on July the 1st. We want folks to come on through the Gullah Geechee Nation and see the various museums that exist here. And then from July 29th around to August the 6th is Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week. It's always been longer than a week, y'all. Y'all won't let me keep it a seven days for nothing in the world. July 29th, we have our Gullah Geechee Family Day at Mosquito Beach. And then, of course, August 4th, 5th, 6th is the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival, which will go on at various locations here and St. Helena Island, starting off with our party with a purpose that Friday at MJ's, our Juke Joint Jam. Saturday we'll be at the St. Helena Branch Library as well as the Dr. Martin Luther King Memorial Park. Then Sunday is worship services and a massive, massive tribute to our ancestors at the Atlantic Ocean. And so please plan now. Go to gullahgeechee.info. If Hono won't go, go to gullahgeechee.info. And so once again, for all of these things, follow us at Gullah Geechee, all right? On Facebook, you can go to Gullah Geechee Nation, and you can also go to GullahGeecheeNation.com, and you can find us there. All of our different events are listed, and this way you can keep up with what's going on if you follow us on social media, it's rapid, as well as if you follow GullahGeecheeNation.com, our blog, so you get to keep up with a whole bunch of info. But if you follow at Gullah Geechee, G-U-L-L-A-H, 
G-E-E-C-H-E-E, on Twitter and on Instagram. you also get our postings and other things that's going on. Brother Dre, appreciate you. Thank you for the greetings. My other guests that are in the live chat room, we appreciate you for being here with we. We hope that Hunter Chilling going to be on this journey live and things like that. They're coming out to some of these events that I have mentioned, leading right on up to our Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival. And then, y'all know, we never wind down. So like I said to you, then the, the Woodlands Club, Riverfest happens Labor Day weekend, and we'll also have the St. Helena Community Market going on that same time, that first weekend in September. I will actually be keynoting with some Sierra Leonean family, Creole family, during that weekend. So I'll be off island, but everybody else will be on island celebrating. And then we will have our Gullah Geechee Gold Rice Festival, September the 16th. Then we have the Moja Celebration that jumps off at the end of September, goes through the first weekend of October, and then we have a whole bunch of other activities that just come up throughout the rest of the fall, and we'll keep you abreast of those as you continue to tune in here to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio or send us an email and get added to our listserv so that you get direct emails as well. And that is G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. Again, G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AmericaOnline.com. I'm getting ready to go back out on the Gullah Geechee Land Legacy World Tour. So if you wonder, well, did she skip me? I didn't just skip me. I'm not skipping me. I want to be all around the world and other rest of the place in May and also some of the other fall and winter months already booked out. And so if you are interested in myself, the Gullah Connection, coming to your city, your country, please go to QueenQuet.com, Q-U-E-E-N-Q-U-E-T.com, and click the booking link and then you can find out what time, what place, if we're going to be in your city or if you want to book us in your city at your venue and so on. That's the route that you take to do that, or you can send an email as well to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com, AmericaOnline.com. Yes, that's retro but that's how we go. So people still recognize us. Like I said, the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition is celebrating 20 years in existence. So this radio broadcast is just one of the seeds that we've been able to plant along the way, along with Gullah Geechee TV. And we want to thank the legacy keepers that came out, social justice group from Minnesota, who were inspired by Gullah Geechee TV to be able to come down here and to also actually design their T-shirts for their journey so that it fit with the Gullah Geechee Nation's colors and also fit with me saying, Hunter must take care of the root for heal the tree. So that is such a wonderful tribute to our culture, and especially it helps me know that my living is not in vain. And at the seeds that I planted over this multi-decade journey, because it's been over 30-something years for me actually doing the work that I'm doing, Geechee seeds have landed in some fertile soil. Now, we had some rocky soil, too, along the way. Now, I have met some hard-hearted people, stiff-necked, hard-faced folks who think their culture is the way we need to adjust to fit them instead of them realizing when you come to our community, you need to adjust to fit us. And so people don't realize that's part of uprooting a culture when you feel that the way you do it is how it needs to be done everywhere. It doesn't matter if you quote-unquote black. There are still different cultures. There are still different ethnicities. There are still different groups. And there's nothing wrong with having differences. It's about respecting those differences. So when we come together, we can unify the same way on the Gullah Geechee Nation tree that you see those bodies are intertwined. And that's how we have stayed together because we have the strength of being united. And so... For anybody who has some other seeds, some jewels you might want to share tonight, please feel free. I'm opening the phone line now to 347-324-3903, 347-324-3903. You can call in. And also, if you are in the chat room, you have any questions or comments, you can just type them in. If you are in there as a guest and don't have a name already on there, you can always go ahead and get a free blog talk account. Just log into it, 
create an account. You don't have to have a show. And then that way you can always type in the chat room as well. And I just want to, again, thank all of our listeners that are in the international community that listen to this show weekly, that take the show and you use it in classrooms, that you download it, that you embed it, that you let other people know about it, you tweet it. I appreciate you. I thank you. And I also especially want to thank all of the underground fans. WGN's underground fan base is tremendous. It is one of the most popular shows on television. And this has been outstanding for me because this continued journey of Gullah Geechee Seeds literally has happened on screen with WGN's underground. Because you all will recall, the ones who watched it, and the very first episode the Gullah Geechis were in a rice paddy, working, walking the field and things like that, planting and things like that. They were clearing the field of any weeds and so forth. And so that is something that we still want to do spiritually and intellectually, clear these weeds out of the field of our ability to sustain ourselves. This is a very, very serious revolutionary thing to continue to be able to hold on to your culture. Rather was to be able to hold on your language and thing like that for cracking teeth while all the rest of the people ain't fussing on honor for doing tall tall. And so it is a positive thing, it's a powerful thing, and it always has been. But we have to believe in ourselves. Other people believed in us. That's why they called us black gold the richness we always had, but now it's a matter of whether we do or not. So I thank all the creators of Underground, the writers, Misha Green, Joe Pekaski, the directors like Anthony Hemingway, who Greg, Greg just they just got out there and said, look, Queen, tell you what, this is what you do. You know this part. We don't know nothing about no rice field. Do what you got to do here. You show us what needs to be done. And then they allowed me to really direct and set that whole environment, and then to be able to sing with native Gullah Geechis as well as people who are actors and actresses who played the parts of our ancestors with their souls, with their souls, and who then recognized the richness of this legacy that they were able to now put on the screen for a current generation so that they were getting who we to be. So when Hana Chilin Yeti were Gullah Geechis seed, and things like that, and dry long soul. We still apply our seed. And on our mind, heart, soul, and things like that, rather was in the soil. We nurture in more ways than one. And by the same token, you could be poisoned in more ways. Scripture placed before you life and death. Choose life. To me, that's an open book test. And if you choose life, You'll plant positive seeds in the spirits of others, and you'll keep planting your ground. Never let people do anything to take the ground from beneath you. Hold on to your land. Hold on to your legacy. That's how you're free. Freedom ain't free. So if you be Gullah Geechee and things like that, because we be Gullah Geechee, then hunter don't know. You have to work for this show. Freedom ain't free. Tall, tall. Never was. Never will be. So again, that statement that to even grow your own food now is a revolutionary act, the revolution has always continued here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. And I'm so proud that we have Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio as a station where this revolution is being televised. This revolution is being televised on Gullah Geechee TV and is being broadcast on Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. These y'all, the we show. And so as long as we can continue to keep the word out there and keep your eyes open and your ears open and feed you some things that can help your soul, we want to do that. So we hope that you will join us this month, this Saturday coming at the St. Helena Community Market, 10 to 3, to Dr. Martin Luther King Memorial Park, right on historic St. Helena Island, Sea Island Parkway, which is Highway 21 in the intersection of Martin Luther King Drive. Come on out, support the vendors, the merchants, the folks who are still harvesting things from what we would have considered the fall crop, the winter crop, rather, and then you'll be able to keep coming on through the season into the summer and purchase things from that time frame as well. And then come on back, April the 22nd, we will be having the Coastal Cultures Conference at the landmark St. Helena Branch Library. 
So once again, we have an ongoing journey, and many of the events that I've mentioned to you, we are going to have various people coming on over the next few months that I'll be interviewing right here on the air so that you'll hear a lot more about the details about all those specific events that I just listed for you. But again, don't forget, follow me at Gullah Geechee on Twitter and on Instagram, GullahGeecheeNation.com. Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook. So it's Gullah Geechee slash Weeby on Facebook, all right? Gullah Geechee Weeby on Facebook. So you can definitely find us, follow us, come on through. If you're coming into Viva County at any point in time, stop by the new Gullah Geechee Visitor Center, and we have a lot more info that we're going to end up announcing to you about what's going on for me and things like that when we come back on the air in the coming weeks. But we are going to also be bringing to the airwaves Dr. Francis Morian to talk more about this historic reconnection between we, what did on the low country, and then chilling what did over yonder in the companies and things on the hill and bringing this Carolina gold and this hill rice back together and reconnecting the Gullah Geechee diaspora for true. This year, the Queen Quet, head upon the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation, so glad that Hunter tune, chillin' tune in, even though we've been a little bit late this evening coming upon the air, I'm so glad that Hunter chillin' up in here. It is always a blessing to have the opportunity to take this journey with you. Hunter chillin' know how we do. We said thank you, thank you, so glad that on a journey with we. One more time, sure, we show Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. Peace and blessings, everybody. Hope to see Hunter chilling, Ponce and Tell Nolan Saturday. But in the meantime, keep going on with this Gullah Geechee journey. Plant them positive seeds wherever Hunter chilling go. And I tell you, plenty more blessings. Wine grow. Much love to all of Hunter chilling. Keep standing. For the land, never give up. Freedom ain't free. Come on, stand with we. Peace and blessings. Oh,